Okay, joining us now is one of my favorite people in the political process, Allison Abishan. Somebody that she probably doesn't realize it, but she certainly deserves it. I extol the virtues of her work. Um, she is one of my favorite people to work with in the political process, and I admire her from afar. Um, and both her and her husband, Josh Abishan, who is a lobbyist with Holland and Knight. And so welcome to Hunkering Down with Peter Schorsch. Allison, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for the nice words. That's very kind of you. And I think so highly of you too. So thank you so much. You are the first mom, female, et cetera, that, you're, that is coming on. And I, I think that that's kind of like, you know, the phone book um, when you have a name with two A's in it. Um, and you're pitching people to come on pumps in first, but you'd be one of the first people that I'd want to interview anyways, just because, you know, it, it seems like you have a good mix of organization, but like free thinking and craziness running around your house too. Definitely. And right now, if you hear anyone shouting in the background, our kids are home right now from school and screaming for me downstairs while Josh is on the phone outside. So it's an accurate picture of what day two, um, everybody home together is looking like. You know, usually when I'm doing one of these podcasts from home, we're so careful to, um, you know, to block out any of that sound like the dogs barking or, you know, just any of the background noise. But I think with this podcast, it's going to be okay if, you know, the doors open or the Amazon uh, delivery person, uh, you know, rings the bell or stuff like that. So, you know, if the kids get in the background with you, I think that that's, that's part of hunkering down. I, I don't think I'm going to be, you know, as long as there's no cursing by anybody, you know, in the background, I think, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, I think yesterday, you know, yesterday was a tough day. I don't know when this is going to air exactly, but we're in day two of really the big thing out. I think it was on Sunday that things just started escalating really rapidly. And we saw how, you know, serious the changes needed to be that everybody was making in terms of, you know, not being in groups of, of larger than a certain amount and even to just staying home and not going out at all. Um, and so, everybody's reeling yesterday was crazy just trying to keep up with existing work but also you know you have the kids at home they're on spring break anyway but we were planning to normally be out and taking them to places and doing some fun things together so yesterday was more of a circus I'm, I'm hoping that as the days go by um, we'll get into more of a routine and I think we all just need to have grace with each other and grace with ourselves and not beat each beat ourselves up too much when that day doesn't go smoothly, which it's not going to just the, the combination of trying to work from home, especially with kids at home. Wow. That's all right. See, this is exactly what I want for this podcast. I think people are going to, they're going to be looking for content. They're going to run out of their Netflix queue and they're going to be, I don't know, they're going to be working out and they're going to want to hear stuff. And I think it's important to hear from people people that you would normally see a that we remain connected but b kind of like you know remind ourselves what you said it's not going to go there is no plan for this and so there are going to be days you know in our homes um you know there's no way to schedule this out appropriately 
it doesn't mean you shouldn't try and have a schedule and it doesn't mean you shouldn't, you know, do what people that normally work from home, they always say, you know, have a routine, try and stick to it. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be chaotic. There is going to be nothing short of chaotic. Um, so I think it's great that you're saying that. And I think that that's a theme that we're going to hit just for my audience's, um, you know, edification. Tell us a little bit about what you do under normal circumstances. Yeah, well, working from home is really the norm for me, but usually have the place to myself. And I try to break it up by going to coffee shops and and meeting with people face to face when I can. So, you know, it's it's broken up a little bit. So um, it'll be a switch for me just having the, the distraction and trying to work on the balance of, of everybody here. But I am um, an independent public relations consultant, a solopreneur. So um, that work includes some associations here in Florida in the insurance industry, Personal Insurance Federation of Florida, Florida Surplus Lines Association, and then some out-of-state work with the American Heart Association. So that's been interesting because the sessions, here comes my three-year-old just locked in the door. Hey, bud. I hear her. <laughs> I hear her. Hey, Walker, can you say hi? Can you say hi? Hi, Walker. He's got a hungry, hungry hippo in his hand. That's a um, game. Some some of their work is ongoing with sessions in other states in Louisiana, Mississippi, Tennessee, Alabama. So we just got word oh, on wow. um, Louisiana sessions being postponed basically till the end of the month. So working on strategies to still keep issues on the radar, but also be respectful to the news that's going on. That's really you have to acknowledge you'd be tone deaf not to consider that that's all that anyone's paying attention to and talking about. So um, new challenges there, but but definitely staying busy on top of all of that. So I'm used to working with my laptop using tools like Asana and Google Drive and Uber Conference and things like that. Um, And that's the beauty of I'm very grateful to be in a position where I'm used to working from wherever. Um, It's just a shift like I said and keeping everybody did well we'll work it out in just a second okay yeah Asana is a great product um I I I like that Uh, I'll recommend to people uh, for on the like I do a lot of the project management on you know because I have so many projects as you know um, and you've, you and I've worked together, you've worked on kind of the backside of our operation on some stuff, but like to manage the magazine production, I use monday.com, mm-hmm. um, as a project management software. And I recommend that to people. Like if you're trying to keep like, you know, a semblance of like what it looks like in your office, but now you're not in your office and you need to track long-term projects and things like that. I really liked monday.com, um, you know, for that. I, I like Airtable. Um, and I really like Asana too. So those are going to be important um, pieces of software for people, you know, going forward. I'm amazed right now with Skype. You know, we were talking about it offline. I hadn't used Skype in forever because I hadn't really needed it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, returning to it, it's, it is what a great product it is. Um, and I think, you know, people maybe were using it more often if they were, you know, if it was like somebody in a foreign country or in another country and they're calling. Um, this is just a great recording service. It's a great way to video conference with people. Um, it just, it's fantastic. Um, 
What do you think overall? Like, I, I'm trying to get a sense of people of where, I, I, you know, where they were when this all started to come together. When did it get real for people is basically one of the questions I'm, I'm going to be exploring here. Um, and some people, you know, may say that it, it that it is not real uh, or that it is not you know, uh, that it is, uh, that it may, there will be some people on this podcast, I'm sure that will say that it, that we are overreacting, I guess. Um, and, uh, so we will have people that have said we should have been preparing from it all along to people that are saying we're probably still overreacting. Um, where do you fall down? When did it get real for you? So I'm, I'm one of those people. It's interesting when these things happen, you can tell who becomes the hoarder and gets all the toilet paper. I admit <laughs> I am that person. Okay. I'm the lady in the meme that needs to be caged because she's buying too much toilet paper. That's me. Okay. Um, <laughs> and we didn't get to hoarding levels, but even a week ago, I read an article, I think it was by Padma. She's one of the like foodies on yeah. TV. She was I recommending I know. Um she was recommending some great things to start stocking up on that you could eat for the long term, like pastas and sauces and um, frozen vegetables to make soups and frozen chicken. And I, I went ahead and bought that and did get a couple plenty packs of toilet paper, which I didn't go overboard, left some for others. Mama, but can you get my hippopotamus? I will, sure, buddy. I mean, you're not going to get through this uh, outbreak if you don't get that hippopotamus fix. So, <laughs> right. Now, uh, Padma did have a great, um, in fact, I will make sure as I develop a Facebook page for uh, this pod or whatever I'm doing to get that out. That was a great, that was a great article. I think it was in the Washington post yeah. or maybe it got published there or something like that. But I thought that was a, that was a, a, another great set of um, recommendations um, on the entertainment front. I know that you're probably not getting to just, you know, Netflix and chill and hang out there because you still, you do have the kids at home and everything like that. But is there something that, or do you have a couple recommendations for the audience? I'm, I'm trying to ask everybody for two or three things that they're watching or reading um, um, to get them through the outbreak. We're we're excited. Josh and I cannot wait to start watching the new season of Westworld. So we're kind of catching up on past seasons that we just want to refresh ourselves. Um, one that I watched recently that I didn't know I would love as much as I did was Silicon Valley. If you've never watched it before. I don't think I've laughed so hard at any show in a long time. And there are, I don't know, like seven seasons of it if you really wanted to dig into a new show, even though it's been around for a long time. Um, just really smart, really funny. Is it? Because I never watched it. And I was worried that it was that it was too silly um, or too zany, I guess. And I, 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 I would always turn off HBO uh, when it would get to that 1030 slot or whatever, um, like after beep. And I, I, so you're saying I should, uh, I should pr- circle back on this I one. I think you would like it, especially with your understanding of technology. It surprised me. I thought, I thought it was not for me. And Josh had me watch one episode fully. I was dying. It was great. Okay. Okay. That's great. So give I'm that looking for some comedies right now. I watched <laughs> pandemic the other, or, um, uh, contagion the other night. And then I watched, you know, my usual, you know, any show that has a drug cartel in it, I will watch. Um, and it's just like, I just can't watch these shows right now. Like, Yeah, I think things that balance it out with all of the news that everybody's 
having to watch um, just your hair looks silly it's good to balance it out out with some lighthearted things and um for parents you know there's a lot of uh, online resources i know our our six-year-old is in love with manatees he's just fascinated by them and okay if people go to savethemanatees.org, I believe it is, savethemanatee.org, they have live webcams, so you can check in on the manatees around Florida and see what they're doing at any time of the day. If you oh, want that's to perfect. That. Yeah. Mama. <laughs> All right, well, we will, thank you for being uh, our first in so many regards here. Uh, we will let you get back to your very busy day. I know that you've got to get that uh, hungry, hungry hippo. Uh, fixed, and then you got to take care of uh, who knows what Josh Abishan. I can't even imagine him like not like being like able to bump into people and talk and like you know. I mean, he just is such a he's such a good conversationalist. I don't know how he's gonna uh, get through the uh, the next couple of weeks. So maybe tell him that we're gonna have to have him on on the pod uh, so, uh, sooner rather than later. I think that would be great, and and he might have some tips on supporting local businesses. When you think about our local breweries, businesses of any sorts that are are dealing with the adjustments that are being made, um, you know, I think that would be a great topic for for all of us to just think about ways that we can still support our local businesses, whether it's online or takeout or pickup, um, still being safe and still being cautious. You're absolutely right. I just did a thing. It's small, but it was Tom Colicchio's restaurants, which I love and adore. And I don't live there, but they're in New York and Vegas. The guy that's on Top Chef, that's two Top Chef references, he said that, hey, 50% of gift certificates will be going to uh, – 50% of proceeds from gift certificates will be going to a, a pool for workers um, directly. And so um, I'm going to put that in the notes on this pod and get that out there. Allison, I really appreciate it. We're going to have you back on after we get through, after we've worked through some other letters. Uh, I have a feeling you have some other good recommendations, but I really appreciate you coming on this afternoon. Anytime. This was fun and good luck. Stay safe. Take good care of each other. Bye.